Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and you're listening to episode number 46. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, guys, and today we are joined by qualified nutritionist Alex Pendery, so welcome to the show, Al. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you on. We've been trying to plan it for a little while now, so um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners today will get a lot of that out of this episode, so... So everybody listening, we're going to discuss a number of um, topics on nutrition today. Um, so as I just mentioned, obviously Al is a qualified nutritionist. So um, how long have you been kind of working as a qualified nutritionist now? Um, I graduated in, I think, 2013 or so. So a few years now. Um, and I've been practicing out of Progression Fitness Club, um, consulting there for a good year. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. And before that, you've got a, a business. Did you want to tell tell them about that? Uh, Simple Sensible yeah. Nutrition. Yeah. So that's what I trade as uh, when I'm consulting. Um, Simple Sensible Nutrition, um, and yeah, cover all things from just healthy eating to weight loss, muscle gain, um, performance. Um, yeah. So it's cool. going well. Um, and what what kind of made you make the decision to become a nutritionist? Is it always something you're interested in or is it something, one of your own type of hobbies that you decided to take a bit further? Yeah, well, I was a gymnast growing up um, and I my mum wasn't a big cook. I didn't have the best diet. And then I think in about year 12, um, I'd, I quit gymnastics because it's kind of like an early, early age sport. And um, I started to, I could tell that what I was eating, I was, you know, putting on weight. My skin wasn't great. And I thought, well, well, I've got to decide what I want to do. And I was going to uni the next year and I thought, oh, well, I'll do nutrition because I yeah. am interested in how it can make me feel better and then maybe I'll make a career out of yeah. it. So, yeah. Hope your mum doesn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once you finished up at uni, did you go straight? Is that Did you start Simple Sensible Nutrition straight away? or? Um, no, it took a bit. It took a while. Um, I graduated. Um, it took me yeah, four, four years and then I graduated but um, in part time while I was um, at uni I modelled um, to earn some money yep. and um, so that kind of continued on uh, when I graduated and then I slowly kind of started to think about like how I was if I was going to go out and work for someone or work for myself and then I figured if um, I wanted to keep modelling I needed to do my own thing so yeah that's when I yeah, did cool. that. And those of you that are listening obviously obviously know that my approach to nutrition um, is more along the lines of flexible dieting and following macronutrients, micronutrients, and, and a calorie intake for results. And Al, you're relatively similar. What, like, what is your, I guess, a summary of your overall approach on nutrition? Um, yeah, so it really depends on the client. If I've got someone who really wants to learn about uh, nutrition and for weight loss or muscle gain especially, flexible dieting is a great way to you know teach them and put them put them on a diet um and hold them accountable for it um but then you get some people that are like count calories no way you seriously crazy i don't want to do that and then it's kind of like i've got a portion out and and more teach them about the groups of foods that they want to eat um there's a different approach for everyone but um i think you do get probably the best results out of flexible dieting um all, all my clients that i've put onto that um are definitely that you see the best results in that. Yeah, so you're obviously um, uh, in the belief that there is no perfect diet. Like no, there's no perfect there's no diet. Perfect it depends. Diet. It depends on the individual. You know, um, 
you can be vegetarian, you can be, you can have cultural reasons for eating and things like that. So there's no perfect diet. I think as long as you're eating an abundance of fruit, vegetables, grains, um, and then, you know, supplementing out with a bit of um, lean protein if you eat meat, um, or if not, you know, beans, legumes, things like that. I think my perfect, the, my idea of a perfect diet is over 80% of whole foods. Yeah. So yeah. if I was to sum it up in a sentence, that's what I would say. 80% of whole foods is a really perfect diet. And, you yeah. know, then you're allowing 20% to enjoy yourself, um, you know, have a glass of wine, have a beer, enjoy Thai pizza with your friends. Like, yeah. that's really important for health too. Um, so, yeah, whole foods is probably where it's at. Um, you can't really go wrong there, no. you know. Um, that's probably my idea of a perfect diet. Yeah. And when we talk about flexible dieting, obviously um, you guys probably know by now that we don't really uh, mean that it's any, any type of diet in particular. So it could be vegetarian, like Al mentioned, um, vegan, paleo, any of that, and it all it still, it still all works. And um, in the end of the day, to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit, and to gain weight, you need to be in a calorie surplus. And the way you get those calories is really comes down to your individual preference definitely yeah definitely yeah um but yeah you know like it is it's calorie in calorie calorie out but then you know whole foods kind of they're there you get your best bang for your buck because you really fill up a lot more you yeah. know if you're eating veggies your grains it's got a lot of fiber in it it makes you more full whereas if you are eating um you know processed foods you're going to feel less full and you do end up overeating so yeah it's it's Calorie, like making a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight, a calorie surplus if you want to um, put on some muscle or maintenance, you know. Um, but it is a big factor of being healthy is the whole foods that you eat and yeah. being healthy as well. And being married to Scott, I would assume you'd have a fairly close eye on what he tends to eat either during the season um, or in the off season. What type of approach? I believe he follows pretty much flexible dieting approach yeah. as well, yeah, even yep. as an athlete. Yep, so he's pretty. Um, He's definitely, like, not obsessed, but he's really into taking control of every aspect of his performance. So flexible dieting for someone like that is perfect because you can say you need to hit this much protein to keep your um, muscle gain and your soreness at bay, um, and you need this much carbs for all of the energy that you're going to be expending. You need to keep your glycogen stores full. You need this much fat, you know, hormone balance. Um, You can explain those things to people like that, and they... They have a number in their head and they want to hit it. Stops them from overeating. It stops them from undereating, and it also keeps them sane mentally, yeah. knowing, oh crap, have I overeaten? I'm yeah. gonna run shit yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, I'm, am I doing all these weights for no reason when I'm not eating enough protein? Flexible dieting is perfect for that because you know that you're doing the right things, and you can just kind of erase it from your head. You know, you can tick that box and yeah. sleep a lot better. Yeah, yeah. A couple of things there. Um, as you mentioned, obviously Scott's pretty full on with um, tracking everything. Yeah. Um, I think that is one of the best things about flexible dieting. Now, what, not so much flexible dieting, but just tracking your calorie intake is that you literally are in control of your results. Aren't yep. you? Like, yep. Obviously in the off season, Scott would probably um, focus more on recovery and even trying to put on a bit of size or at least maintenance. And then once he gets to the season, his energy expenditure would, would increase. So we'd have, I'm assuming you'd increase his calories yep. quite a bit coming into the season. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, like I know he's even spoken to you about it. Um, you, like you can then you can play with cycling your carbs and things yeah. like that um but that's exactly what he does and it just it just calms him you know he, he knows he's doing the right yeah. thing 
um, yeah, it, as I said, it's a, it's a really good thing for athletes who are keen on the approach. Yeah, and I know I've said it tons of times before, but I think a lot of the people are under the impression that flexible dieting is just fitting in as much crap as you can, as long as it fits your macros. But obviously, with someone like Scott or even yourself or anyone, um, to perform at your best, at sleep your best, have the best energy levels, all that type of stuff, like you mentioned, you do need to be eating a lot of whole foods and nutrient-dense yeah. foods. You can't just be eating crap as long as it... It fits your macros. Yeah. No, I mean, it'll show you. You can fit your macros eating, you know, processed foods, high sugar, high fat, um, and you'll tell. You can tell when people, you know, their eyes aren't as white, their skin yeah. might not be as good, and they actually might not be performing the best that they can. But when you're eating, you know, your healthy foods, you're ticking off your, your veg, your fruit, you're eating, you know, whole, whole grains and instead of, you know, processed yeah. crap like donuts or you yeah, know, crackers yeah. or something. Um, you can tell and you feel a lot better, you sleep better, your, your performance is yeah. better. So there's two aspects to it. Yeah. Um, now inside the nutrition industry or more so the health and fitness industry, obviously there's, it's ever changing. So since you've finished up at uni, is there anyone in particular or a number of people that you like to kind of, um, I guess, study up on or look at their, their articles to keep in touch with any changes? Yeah. Well, I mean, nutrition's changed so much since I even left, you know, there's there's just it's a field where everyone's interested in it um so there's always new studies done um and you've got to keep on top of it all pretty much um i pubmed.com uh, is uh where scientific articles are published um that's probably well it's the most accurate form of information you can get because yeah. it's it's scientific literature yeah um and it's not someone writing a blog with um their opinion, their opinion because yeah everyone's got different opinions and everyone's got different beliefs and pushing them on other people isn't really the right thing to do I don't think yeah um I've got a really balanced like yourself approach to everything um if someone comes to me and they're you know vegan uh, like uh, you can work around that if someone if someone comes to me and they're paleo you can accommodate around that as well yeah um you can just push people into balance that's that's yeah. the best thing another another good website to look at guys is examine.com um, yeah, very similar reference. it's um all evidence evidence-based um articles and you know again you're not just getting opinionated yeah um, so ex- examine like it, that's a great one yeah. examine.com because they get it all from pubmed and kind of yeah. dumb it down for you a little bit yeah um thinkingnutrition.com is another one that's really good he's a professor that i probably my favorite professor from uni yeah. um and he writes uh, articles off the literature as well yeah, cool. and kind of dumbs it down and then since i left uni also uh biolane um dot yeah. com he charges now which is a shame like he's totally in yeah, his yeah. right but yeah, yeah. to charge but um he, i learn a lot from him based on macros because obviously in uni i didn't learn it's not a subject yeah. mac- macros yeah um it's um so I taught myself that and I learned yeah. a lot from him and he's kind of protégés. He's yeah. got a lot of little people that have branched off now that he taught um, them the way as well. But you can follow him on Instagram and I've, I've learned a lot from him. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's either bio lane or you can also type in Lane Norton. Um, and he's got a ton of articles on bodybuilding.com and, yeah. and a number of different spots as well, yeah. I like to... I've, I've listened to his blog so much that Scott bought me one of his T-shirts once. And I was like, okay, maybe I've gone a little too far. <laughs> I haven't seen you wear it yet, actually. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about your experience with clients coming to you, um, you know, for some reason or another, whether they've been crash dieting or eating just in an extended period of um, a calorie deficit, and they've come to you with some form of 
eating disorder now and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're anorexic or something like that but it could just be something along the lines of you know like we spoke about before feeling guilty after eating certain mm-hmm. foods or feeling like they've eaten too much um, and, and kind of what's your approach um, with these clients I guess to try and get them back on track mm-hmm. so that it's it's really common especially in today's age with like social media you're, you're slammed with all these perfect images whether you're a guy and you want to be really muscly and you just see all these muscly guys or whether you're a girl and you see just you know abs and good legs all the time it there is a, a really high rate of so love um eating disorders yeah. that come from that um and yeah so you can when i'm talking to someone there's red, red flags straight away if 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 you can tell that they've got a little bit of an eating disorder yeah. and as you said there's like there's there's minor and there's major yeah. ones um, but you know, someone who's a bit f- fear, fearing food, and they talk about food negatively, yeah. um, and I've tried everything, nothing works. Those kind of things, you yeah. can you, you slowly pick up on those things, and you need to tread really carefully. You know, um, sometimes with these types of clients, uh, counting uh, calories and stuff isn't the best approach. Yeah. But I have had actually a couple of clients that it's really helped because mm. they. they uh, I can get them eating more that way. Yeah. They've been in such a deficit for such a long time because they don't know what they can eat yeah. and they're so scared that they're going to put on weight. Whereas I can say, well, you're eating, you know, 100 carbs a day and yeah. you really need 200, 220, yeah. 250. Yeah. Um, and they go, oh, are you serious? And I'm mm. like, you know, food makes you not only feel good and healthy on the inside, it makes you look good, it makes you perform better, you yeah. need food. And so... Um, the way I, I treat it is I really try to heal their relationship with food yeah. by saying, you know, it's food is not your enemy. It's actually what makes us live. It yeah. makes you move. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you can kind of, it's not just a, it's a, an, an external thing. It's an internal thing, but the, like you need, you need food to look and feel good. So yeah. um, I try and heal their relationship with food by looking at food as nourishing and positive words like yeah. that um opposed to negative and yeah. um yeah just really work on them not like dreading meal time yeah. so it's all about education yeah yeah i think even in my experience like when i first got into actually properly learning about nutrition um i had been for a number of years trying to put on weight or put on muscle um and until i really figured out how much calories i actually needed to be taking in um you know i had absolutely no idea like i was as you mentioned, I think I was maybe 300 carbs or something below where I should have been to yeah. even get close to putting on weight. And But as soon as I actually started following um, some form of um, of an average calorie intake over the span of a week, um, that's when I started seeing results. But also, as you mentioned, I started to realize that um, you know eating a lot of food is not such a bad thing, yeah. especially if, you know, if your goal is to put on size or even, you know, I've had a number of clients come to me that want to lose weight but are actually eating way too little to actually lose weight because their metabolism has suffered. Yep. And I, I assume like a number of the clients that come and see you with these types of eating disorders, your half your battle would just be getting their metabolism back to yep. where it should be. Yeah, and I mean, I, before while I was in uni and I didn't know enough either, like I suffered that a bit. Like, you know, you want to be, I wanted to be leaner and the answer to that most people think is, less food yeah but it's not it's it's the right foods and the right combinations of foods you know cutting like in my case i was probably eating 
I thought too much fats, but I was eating nowhere near enough carbs and protein. Yeah. And you know, when once you get that balance right and start eating, you know, a bit bit more wholesome foods in probably bigger portions a lot mm. of the time for people, yeah. you actually realise that oh, my body's functioning better and I can work out harder. I can yeah. do. I can function and I'm actually losing weight. It's, yeah. it's it's amazing when you put people's calories up and they start losing weight. Yeah. It's just that first step of letting fear go that yeah. eating more is gonna do damage and it's really sad especially in guys when they're working their ass off in the gym and yeah. pumping so much weight but they're not eating enough it is impossible to gain muscle yeah. it is impossible if you're not feeding your body the right amount yeah. it needs like when you break down that muscle it needs the protein to repair and yeah. get bigger you need to be eating enough more in that case mm. um but yeah so that's um yeah and when you're when you're trying to lose weight like it, it can actually be a bit of an eye-opener see how much food you can or should be eating when you like you said when you actually start to eat the right foods like um through a few corporate health things like i've, I've gone through and put together a sample nutrition plan for you know just a, a pretend uh female yeah. um and you know most nine times out of ten all the females in this seminar or whatever um, are completely shocked about how much food that this person could be eating, only eating yep. 1,700 calories or 1,800 calories. Yeah. Whereas, you know, they might be eating almost double that amount of calories in one or two meals just because of their food selection. So, crap. Yep. Yeah. Um, it can be a massive eye-opener. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, you just... Um, and especially, you know, you, you might get some girls that just really they've been working out and they want a peachy bum as yeah. they call it but they just don't understand that you you need to eat more and you need to yeah. eat not not only better but you need to be eating more i think is the most important thing yeah and just to, being aware of what you're actually eating yeah and um but you do need to have knowledge like you can't just go out and be like oh yeah i can eat more i'm gonna have a bottle of wine and a pizza yeah. because it doesn't work that way no. it's just a little bit more you know pro, uh, lean sources of protein or beans you know chickpeas yeah. whole grains veggies like more of the good stuff yeah and we won't we won't touch on this for too long but um just quickly i guess for the listeners that are a little bit more advanced in regards to reverse dieting do you do that with any of your clients or do you just try to you do it in a way that they don't really know that they're actually reverse dieting but yeah i do it in a way they don't know because it's it's just a bit too technical for most people to um, get their head to, to fathom yeah. and you know I'm already trying to teach them about the right foods they should be eating um, or the, the better foods they should be eating it's just a lot to take in but yeah I just kind of like I, I'll, I'll say I like to see you kind of every week or two or like let's touch base and um, it needs to be done slowly I always say to everyone that comes in you know you you didn't put on all this weight overnight yeah you cannot lose it overnight yeah. you didn't even put it on over two two months you put it on say you put it on over two years it might take that long yeah. to reverse it and the more patient you are the more longevity you're going to get out of your results that's yeah. the way i kind yeah. of put it and yeah. i just like to yeah just slow and steady yeah 100 yeah. um all right what are some quick um and actionable steps you can recommend for for those that are wanting to just improve their nutrition just all around improvement well, you can go the flexible dieting way where you can figure out exactly how much calories you should be having for your activity level, your height, your weight, your gender. Yeah. Um, and um, you can, you know, find out how much calories, how much protein, carbs and fat is the optimal breakdown. 
Um, my best advice, like off the, if I was just to have a five-minute conversation with someone, would be to get MyFitnessPal, the app. Yep. It's awesome um, and it's really accurate. It has all the Australian foods in there. Um, that, that's a great one. Um, or if you didn't want to count calories, I just kind of like to go by the try and tick off your food groups. So try and have you know at least five veggies a day, two bits of fruit. Um, have some whole grains with your your meals. You know some oats for brekkie, some brown rice for yeah. lunch, some potato for dinner. Yeah. yeah. And then um, some lean sources of protein or um, legumes. So you can. I like to balance my plate. Uh, for lunch and dinner, um, half of it to be salad or veg, a quarter of it to be uh, lean protein or legumes, and a- another quarter to be wholesome carbohydrates, which is your brown yeah. rice, your quinoa, your s- uh, sweet potato. Yeah. yeah. And so when you're looking at your plate, it's kind of well balanced. You're getting, you're ticking off all the food groups. Um, and if you eat that way, you can do that when you're eating out. You can. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, just um, another good one is if if it's made. If you look at a food and it's made in a plant, don't like try to eat less of it. But yeah. if you if it's grown and it's a like it, you know, it is a plant, then yeah. it is good. You know. Yeah. So eating less processed and packaged foods and trying to eat more wholesome foods yeah a good tip guys is to shop around the outside of the supermarket yeah it's a really good one because marketing these days as well like you just get you're marketed at all the time yeah um and all these products they're the they're really no good you you, the best bet is to eat wholesome foods 100 percent, definitely all right before we finish up um what what's your kind of current position like in the health and fitness industry like what are you doing at the moment Um, whether it be with your website or obviously progression and stuff like that um yep so um we own progression fitness club in richmond cremon um and you know that's we've got um that's it's an advanced sort of training facility um so we run strength sweat uh cycle yoga um and there it's it's awesome sessions um you're one of our leading strength coaches there so great great environment (laughs) i should definitely recommend coming down check it out guys (laughs) And um, I run my Simple Sensible Nutrition out of there. Um, and I also have my website, um, simplesensiblenutrition.com. Yep. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So it'll be easy for you guys to find. Beautiful. Well, yes, uh, progression's in it been, it's had its first year. So my website suffered a little bit. But yep. yeah, getting back on board soon. Um, so that's pretty much what I'm doing. Um, also brewing a baby. So. Yes. <laughs> um, I was going to mention, I don't know whether you're whether you're taking any clients at the moment or not, but if someone kind of did listen to this and, and happened to want to get in contact with you about um, nutrition or just for some advice or whatever, where are they best to contact you through the website? Or? Yeah, on my website um, or through, on my Instagram, Al Pendlebury is my username. You can contact me straight through there. Um, I always get back to everyone, um, even if it's not for an appointment. You know, if you just need a little bit of quick, easy help, yep. it's fine. Um, and yeah, especially with the baby coming along, I've got heaps of time up my sleeve. Yeah. Um, probably won't be taking on face-to-face clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after about two months, but yeah. Good time to write a few blogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining joining me today, Al. No worries. Um, if you guys have got any questions or um, or anything about today's show, just send them through to my email, um, Danny at DannyKennedyFitness.com, um, and then either myself or, or I might shoot a text to Al and get her to send me through some answers and um, we'll, we'll go through them on the next show but um, unless there's anything else you need to add then 
that's that's us done yeah cool great alright guys thanks for listening if you haven't subscribed um, to the podcast already please do and leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and I'll catch you guys next week <laughs>